Hello and welcome to Off the Wagon, presented by the Schooner Pod. I'm your host, Bobby Howard. With me today, uh, you might remember him from uh, the College Football Traditions Ranking Pod. It's my friend, my great friend, Ty Lee. Ty, welcome back on. What's going on, everyone? We are we're here recording live from Virginia Beach, Virginia, right by the ocean. So this is the Off the Wagon Pod is, is nationwide. It's I know. Exciting. We're going coast to coast here, except I'm just in the middle of America in Norman in this tiny little uh, kind of sem- semi-prison cell. I know. It's great. You, you, me, and other Tyler can do one, and we'll have coast-to-coast coverage. That's true. We could totally do Well, no, he's in New York now, actually. So we'll have to, we'd have, we'd have uh, to get keys on. Isn't it annoying when someone actually graduates and gets a real it's, job? It's very annoying. I mean, he's, 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 he's like, <laughs> it's hard to tell where he's at. He's either in San Francisco or L.A. or New York. It's like, okay, well, that's just that, but... Yeah, yeah, no, it's 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 all good though. Yeah, so we're we're halfway, we're semi coastal. The schooner pod is semi coastal right now. Uh, we're out here. Manifest destiny is imminent. <laughs> we are moving our way. We will. We are moving our. We need to get. We, we will. Michael, Michael, be pissed when I say this, but we need to get Mike on so he can move across the Rockies. But Mike wants to get I on. Yeah, I, I keep. Yeah, I keep true. thinking of of. I need to think of something that you know he could be good on. Like, I don't know best ski slopes i have some ideas we'll, but I, this is a family yeah we'll pod, discuss so. that we'll, we'll we'll probably slap it ex- we'll slap an explicit <laughs> tag on that one okay we're, yeah. we're sidetracked here what we're here today we're here because honestly both of us we, we miss college football basketball's fine but it's just that's a comparing football season so what we're doing we're going draft style uh ranking our top 10 favorite college sports mascots so I'll just break down the rules real quick. Um, yeah. Okay. So they have to be a American D1 through D3 uh, college football team or or basketball. Correct. Otherwise, this would be yeah. It would be all Japan. Yeah. If you if you listen to the previous pod that I was on, it Japan college football we can't compete with with kayaks and seahorses and uh, in the no, it, especially not the Marine Corps. It's too difficult. It's way yeah. too difficult. So we're just narrowing it down there. Um, as always, the rule is you can't pick uh, Boomer Sooner or the little costumed Boomer and Sooner. Um, the mascots can't be like. I don't recognize them. Can Can I just? I'm sorry to speak over you. I do not recognize uh, costumed Boomer and Sooner as legitimate mascots. And uh, when I can donate to the school, I will be donating on the condition that they. Are I gone. I would also like to acknowledge the fact that. Uh, we do not acknowledge them. We are a Top Dog podcast. Shout out Top Dog. He was an old dog mascot we had from the 80s to about 2004. He was just a random dog that showed up and was dressed up as a dog and did dunks and stuff. He was the best. Yeah, that's it made, awesome. it made no sense. Um, but yeah, okay, so no, you got no, you mascots. Otherwise, Top Dog would be number one. Um, and they, they have to be like actual mascots. Either they have to be dressed up as something or like the actual animal. But no, like, yeah, I mean, no one would actually pick a concept like, oh, it's the wind, you know. Like, so, yeah, we, 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 we have them pretty straight. It's pretty straightforward. Yeah. Um, we're going to go, like I said, we're going to go draft order. So Ty gets the first pick, then me. Uh, and then at the end of that, we'll have ourselves a nice little 10, 10 man team. Oh, I think I should. We should add this rule in: uh, only one dog per, per team. 
Okay, I don't think I have, I have any like, dogs. I have like so. five dogs. It's bad. I I realized that I I put yeah. in like way too many dogs on my 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 big board has too many dogs. I like I I I just they're good boys. I had to put them on. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we'll do a dog one. That that's where Mike can come in. We can do a dog one. Oh yeah, no, I'm all in on that. We're gonna rank. We're gonna rank. Just just rank dogs in general, like the best, like like <laughs> pop culture dogs. Yeah, that'll yes, be a good I'm, one. Okay. Good, right, congrats, well, Mike. We got your podcast for you, buddy. We finally worked it out. Okay, so let's dive into the nitty gritty. Ty, uh, who's your first all right. pick? All right, so for the first overall pick of the 2019 Schooner Blog mascot draft, I am drafting Keggy the Keg from Dartmouth. It had to be Keggy first. Oh, overall. God, yeah, of course. He is... He is a keg, a, a student in a keg costume that is technically unofficial for obvious optic reasons for the school, but he is allowed into the stadium and he is officially recognized as a tradition of the school. Um, so he fits our rules. So Keggy came about in, in 2003. He was created by... I guess the school's satirical newspaper, kind of like the OU Daily uh, for Dartmouth because they're both not factual newspapers. <laughs> and and uh, it was it was in response to, in the 70s, Dartmouth had a, a self-imposed, we're going to get rid of our mascot because it was a Native American themed. And then obviously the NCAA came out with their uh, Native American themed ban on mascots. So... They didn't have a mascot for a while, and uh, the school, the students, came up with Keggy the Keg. And uh, he was originally hated, but they just kind of stuck to their guns and, and hung around, and eventually he became accepted. And now everyone loves him, and he is more or less their functioning mascot at football games. I believe they're D3, and uh, in basketball games, and, and several other sports. So he's uh he's our first overall, and I think he's deserving. Oh yeah, no, Keggy the Keg definitely. I I don't think a lot of people had him high on the draft boards early, but he snuck up in there. Real real underdog story right there for Keggy. I, I'm pretty. Yeah, he's he's. I I see him as a Baker Mayfield type. <laughs> a lot of people wouldn't take him first overall, but I think it's gonna pay exactly. off. Exactly. Well. Yeah, no, he's a, he's a high value pick at the first. I'm a big fan of Keggy. Um, okay, speaking of okay, we're gonna pivot towards. Uh, okay, I also have a mascot who replaced kind of a, I guess, a non-PC mascot, uh, the Stanford Cardinals, or the Stanford Cardinal, who originally were the Stanford Indians, uh, obviously had to pivot away from that. So now they're represented by the tree. Uh, and the tree, with my second, with my first pick, it's it's a Stanford tree. Now it's a, the tree, yes. he changes form every game. They kind of shift him a bit. Sometimes I've seen him as a palm tree. I've seen him as just like just weird stuff. Super bizarre looking guy. I'm a big fan of it. It's oh, versatile. Yeah. The best thing about see a lot of these rankings for me are based off how cool their mascot team was in NCAA football, and just, and seeing the trees just run around with no arms and the ball just disappearing into them, it was it was it was the best thing ever. <laughs> just you, you don't you don't you don't want to see a full you don't want to see a full ass pine tree steaming towards you trying to go for the sack. 
No, and, and there was nothing more infuriating than when the ball went into the tree and then was dropped and just kind of <laughs> fell out. Yeah, because they're like, wait a second, how, how, how does this work? What, 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 what are the laws here with this tree? Because, yeah, it, it's, yeah, it was great. It was great. All right, that's all I have to say about it. I think he's a he's a deserving, very versatile, into a very deserving first Definitely. round pick. It's a, li- a little bit of a normal type pick because I think a lot of people know the tree. Unfortunately, and not 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 enough people know about Keggy though. So that's true. Uh, he's a little unofficial, and it's a it's a lot smaller school. True. So that's true. Yeah, it, it is a little smaller than Stanford. But all right, moving on to your second pick. Yeah. All right. So my second overall pick is. And not second overall. My my first pick for the second round is uh, another kind of obscure player, fairly well known, uh, but nothing special coming out. But uh, I think that I'm building a team here, and he's going to be really good. And it is the Fighting Okra of Delta State University in Cleveland, Mississippi. And I I can't think of a better, more deserving player for the second slot on my roster. He is from a, a school of about 2,000 students in a town with a population just over 10,000. And he, his backstory is really interesting, I think. So Delta State was originally the, the Statesman. And at a basketball game in the 80s, the Statesman mascot got in a, a physical altercation and assaulted another school's mascot. And he was ejected and was the only person that fit the costume and he was banned for the season. So the students had to come up with another mascot, and they they kind of jokingly came up with, what if there was an okra with boxing gloves? <laughs> and that's that's when they came up with the fighting okra. And uh, I, I personally met the fighting okra because I went to, to high school in Mississippi, and he, he came into my biomedical research class my senior year, and someone told him that he was a stupid mascot, and he slapped. <laughs> and uh, it's just fitting. It is fitting <laughs> that the fighting Oprah was was ready to throw hands with a high school student. Oh my gosh! Yeah, no, I, I love it. That that seems like I, I, I'm glad that he actually like is on brand and is is down. Like he'll throw down. <laughs> don't make fun of the Oprah. Yeah. yeah. No, you don't. In, in in all honesty, I think that the the person playing the okra knew the kid that he slapped hopefully but <laughs> yeah he'll he'll throw hands don't don't no, question I, it. and that's he's he's a scrappy player so that's why i'm taking I, him it's my first pick in for the sure the round. thing i can glean from this is the fact that there's a cleveland mississippi what 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 a name like yeah i mean, so, I mean some places like we'll call them you know athens or you know, like these, these like name their town after great cities. No, they just went straight for Cleveland. I love it. Yeah, the the thing the thing to note here is the smaller namesake town is always significantly worse than the original. <clears throat> so if you can just visualize the original Cleveland and then what Cleveland, Mississippi would be. You can de- you can you can definitely draw you can definitely think you know, can come up with that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to move on to my second pick. Uh, I'm going with a lot of the classics here. I'm going Mike the Tiger. Uh, not not the dressed up Mike. Ooh. I'm talking the real Tiger that's in uh, Baton Rouge at LSU. Um, they originally they originally bought him for um, 750 bucks. They collected a, like a quarter per like I guess poor person and 
Um, <laughs> they, they, they just bought a 200 pound tiger from the Little Rock Zoo, and uh, just ever since then they've they've been having Mike, and uh, they've been. I, I guess I guess after they get, I, I guess after a Mike dies, they mount his pelt in a lifelike manner and display him in the Louisiana Natural History Museum, which is very creepy. Not, a, not, not a as weird as eating your mascot like Texas used to do. Um, yeah, yeah. Never forget the Texas. No, ate they, they regularly ate beef. I mean, that, that that's incredibly macabre, incredibly macabre. But yeah, there have been plenty <laughs> of mics. Uh, they just kind of hang out. You know, they they have a pretty big. I've actually seen it on my way to Miami. They have a pretty big uh, enclosure for them. Super nice. Has some water. It'll come like come like right up to you and kind of growl a little bit, you know, and he shows off. But that 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 tradition to me was really cool. They used to like cart him out onto the field before games whenever he was feeling like cooperative. But they've since stopped that tradition, which makes sense. I I think that's that is. That is true. They they actually used to put him right in front of the tunnel that the visiting team would come out oh, of. Oh, yeah. So the visiting team would have to walk past Mike, who was in like a like an old school circus cage. Like you're not really sure if it's going to hold yeah. him. And uh, it was supposed to intimidate the, the opposing team. Oh, I'd, I'd be horrified. I mean, it was, it was, he was already a little, he was already intimidating enough behind, uh, it was some like four fences, like just in between us. Like there was no way we could actually, he could have yeah. actually gotten to us. And it was still kind of like, oh, that's a, that's a tiger. It's pretty freaky. But um, okay, yeah, let's okay, move on to the third pick. Okay, so for my for my first pick for the third round, I'm going with Sebastian from the University of Miami. He is a he's a classic mascot. Everyone should be familiar pick. with him. Today, during my research, I thought I was drafting Sebastian the duck, but he is in fact not a duck. He is a white ibis. Um, it is of note that he identifies as Cuban. This is significant. <laughs> He's the only Hispanic American mascot in the NCAA. How progressive. Uh, which is on brand. That's on brand exactly. for Miami. I, I, I'm glad that he identifies um, as a Cuban. That's good. Yeah. But the, the, the important thing here about Sebastian, this is what I thought is really neat, is Sebastian is an ibis because an ibis is a bird that is known to be brave in hurricanes and it is always it has a like a very strong intuition and it's always the last animal to seek shelter before a hurricane comes so back in sort of the older days of florida and of miami um they didn't have you know the amazing weather technology that we have today and one of the ways that they could tell hey, this hurricane is going to hit us and it's going to be in the next couple hours was when the Ibis, whatever Ibis plural is, would go and start to seek shelter. So they, they actually were very significant um, in Miami and in Florida. So I thought that was pretty neat. He, he kind of contrasts the, the hurricane team name as he's is seen as the one animal that isn't afraid of hurricanes. Yeah. So they really covered all their bases Without a doubt. there. Um, and I, I do have an important thing I need to bring up. Uh, currently, there is a petition on change.org. Sebastian the Ibis, in his drawing depiction, is smoking a pipe. Currently, there is a petition on change.org to change his pipe to a jewel. For Miami <laughs> to officially recognize this, it needs 
43 more signatures as of around 2 o'clock Eastern time on February 21st. So if everyone listening can please go on change.org and get that signed to where at least the University of Miami has to at least acknowledge this petition. The, the name of the petition is Make Sebastian Jewel. So if you just put Make Sebastian Jewel and then and then change.org and search that, you will find it. Um, I wish I could give credit to the student that's doing it, but please uh, go support Make Sebastian Jewel. And let's bring Sebastian into the 21st century. I, yeah, I mean, it's I, I, I'm all for that. You, you, you got to promote safer smoking. I think it's time. He, uh, I mean, honestly, it's a little little concerning that uh, Cartoon Sebastian has been smoking that pipe for for a good, I don't know, 60 some odd years now. Like we got to we got to look out for our guy. I, I will say this. I, I love how Sebastian is kind of cocky. He, he has this attitude that a lot of mascots don't have where he's kind of a, he's kind of a jerk. Uh, especially in the eighties, there's there's one game, yes, one yeah. of the OU Miami games. He actually took a little like sooner schooner as you know onto the field like a little cart and then lit it on fire. So he is. You got to respect that when 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 you're building a team, you kind of got to overcome, you know, some hatred. Cleveland had to overcome Baker, just embarrassing Ohio State at home. I respect it. Uh, it's a move so... I respect. But but it worked for them. See, you got to respect a competitor, and uh, Sebastian definitely has a little bit of a history with OU. But uh, it's on brand for him. He's supposed to be brave, supposed to be in your face, and I think he's so fitting at Miami. And I think he's he's really going to bring some stuff to to my roster here that I'm oh, building. Oh, for sure, for sure. Okay. Well, all right. My next move. Uh, it's Mike Leach's favorite. I'm all in on this guy. I'm going Ralphie the Buffalo. Uh, as you as you probably know, uh, Colorado has a live buffalo that they run on the field. Um, just a, a real buffalo with like six different handlers. They run in, they poke them. We kind of talked about this during uh, tra- the tra- traditions pod. But, That's true. Uh, it's her. They poke her. That it is her. She does recognize herself. Um, but yeah, no, she's a uh, she's wild. Um, and my thing, my thing is, I just talk that. I mean, a lot of teams have horses. A lot of teams do other stuff, but breaking out a just just an absolute symbol of the American West. Who, I mean, it, it's a buffalo. You can't you can't ride a buffalo. That that is just that is it, it's too cool. It's way too cool. That's true. That's I I think it was my number one tradition, if I remember correctly. I think. Yours, I think but, yours was uh, the Grove. It might have been the Grove. I'm not sure. I think it was Ralphie. I think the Grove That's was right. you. I wouldn't give Ole Miss that That's credit. True. That's true. I think it was Ralphie. So yeah, I kind of <laughs> maybe it was. I kind of, I kind of, I kind of picked from your list there a little bit. I guess just snagged it, grabbed, grabbed myself the little buff boy. So no, Ralphie, Ralphie's definitely a contender to have gone. Yeah, it's a dirty overall. game out here, man. You got, you got to get your high profile names in first. So can sneak up up on me with a uh, keggy in the okra that's true yeah we, 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 we <laughs> hey man we're trying to build a list here I'm, I'm getting mean in these streets i got mike the tiger ralphie in the tree you know that's a that's a badass squad right there that's that's true i i'm sort of building a squad uh more on kind of fraternal <laughs> attributes with keggy the keg <laughs> with fighting high schoolers and <laughs> that's fair 
so far. There's a lot more to come. Your, your team worry. is a team for the uh, for the modern era. I don't blame you. Okay, your all right. Your move. Okay, so for my first pick of the fourth round, I am going to pick another really obscure small player. That is Pager Pete from the University of Texas in El Paso. Oh my God. UTEP? Uh, which is what I recognize as the one true legitimate University of Texas. Every other University of Texas is like UT <laughs> Dallas or UT Austin, the kind of the little smaller offshoots. Uh, but Peter Pete is my favorite <laughs> mascot almost because if you please, if you're listening, go look up a picture of Peter Pete. He is the most generic mascot if you can imagine the most generic cartoon of a miner in jeans and an orange shirt with a mustache and a pickaxe that is it it looked like their budget for making pater pete was about three dollars and it was given to someone that was four years old and they came up with pater pete oh my god i love him for utep because utep in my mind is like the generic <laughs> FBS school from NCAA football. And Peter Pete looks like a generic FBS school mascot. Here's my thing. I, I just pulled up a picture of Peter Pete. He doesn't look mad. He doesn't look happy. He's just like kind of hanging out. He's like, hey. No. It, for that reason, he is called by the students Sweet Pete. <laughs> Turns out in the 90s, they actually changed him. Because he was too sweet. So the one you're looking at now is the meaner version. This is the mean Pete. <laughs> he also used to smoke a legitimate cigar. Oh, oh they, they should have kept the cigar. That's the coolest part about That would have been so cool. I think it was a fire hazard. Yeah. Because it, it, is, it is a suit. It's not a person like the West Virginia Mountaineer. Like, this is a legitimate mascot suit and someone was sticking a cigar in there. Look, look I'll say this. At least he doesn't, you know... At least he doesn't look like he, you know, diddles kids like Pistol Pete does. Pistol Pete, he's sketchy. I wouldn't, I wouldn't trust him around my kids, man. Yeah, I, I have a feeling that Pistol Pete's gonna go undrafted. Yeah, one. Pistol Pete, Pistol <laughs> Pete. Yeah, he, he, he's, he's not, he's not on my big board. That's, that's just, he's not <laughs> on my big board. Uh, I would, Mel Kiper does not have him up there. The Mel Kiper of mascot picking. Okay, uh, I think I'm ready for my for my fourth. I'm gonna get a little out. I'm gonna Let's get a little it. out there with this. Okay, so I I'm going to go with uh, Sir Big Spur, the uh, South Carolina uh, Gamecock. Uh, he's just he's he's just a, he's just a chicken. He's just this chicken who hangs out and he like you know does chicken things. He crows for some reason. He has a is it it's a live mascot? mascot? It's a real chicken. They just they take him on the road and stuff. He has a little he has like a little post he hangs out on. Um, it, it's a post, a chicken, and a sign that says the most involved mascot in sports. And I have no idea how you can claim that at all. <laughs> <laughs> That's like the made up awards that car companies give themselves. <laughs> it's the JD Power and Associates <laughs> Award for best mascot. Yeah, the the JD Power Award for most involved mascot seven years in a row goes to a chicken. <laughs> it's just a chicken. What does it do? It doesn't. It doesn't. I mean, I I don't know. Are chickens allowed? Do I, I'm sure they are. 
I don't know if the chicken can like crows at people or actually affects the game. He probably doesn't. I don't know, but I, I think if you put it in the same room as SMU's horse, I don't oh, think it would win. That's a good point. That's a very good point. It wouldn't. It wouldn't. <laughs> All right. Uh, what's your move? Okay. So for my pick for the fifth round, I am going with Blaze the Dragon <laughs> from the University of Alabama, Birmingham. Yes. So Blaze allegedly breathes fire. No one has ever seen him do it. Probably because it's a college sophomore in a suit. <laughs> um, Wait, what? He is green. He is green in color. As you can tell, the, the facts about Blaze are not extensive. <laughs> um, he is a, a European-style dragon. Ah. So he is a, a dragon as is depicted in, in European culture. He's not an Asian, Japanese, Chinese, or any of those eastern dragons he's a a western a european style dragon much like a a green male version of the dragon from the critically acclaimed movie shrek yes he looks very friendly he has he has like a little tongue sticking out right the picture i see he's like possibly looking all goofy and shit yes he he's breathing fire on the helmets but he's uh i think he's pretty friendly in real life this is it, yeah. The logo and him are like you know, you know, you versus the man. She told you not to worry about. It's borderline catfishing. Blaze the dragon in real life versus artistic depictions of Blaze the yeah, dragon. Yeah, it's, jeez, it, that's that's pretty rough. Because it's, but I think he's worthy of of my number five pick. Yeah, it's worthy just because he's. He's kind of goofy. He's, I, honestly, after after what UAB had to deal with like a couple years ago, he, he deserves it. Congrats! Congrats on getting back in the game, Blaze. You're you're back. And and congrats on going yeah, to the bowl. That's true. And, uh, last and being season, a top twenty five team impressive. for Texas A and M to beat. Very good on that. That is true. All UAB would have beat UCF. I'm just throwing that out. They there. would have given them hell. That's for sure. Okay. Um. My next move, I'm going to go, we've mentioned him a little earlier. I'm going to go with Peruna, the SMU. Uh, the S- Peruna. Peruna, the SMU mascot, the kicky boy. Uh, we mentioned, <laughs> I, I actually, on my, on my, this is kind of funny, on my list, I actually captioned each one of them with uh, some adjective and then boy. So Peruna is a kicky boy. Uh, the tree is a sappy boy. Uh, <laughs> uh, cervix fur is cocky boy so like yeah they, they all have a name and, okay so kicky boy uh peruna uh we mentioned this a little in the tradition spot he was on my honorable mentions it's this little pony that smu has that just kicks the kicks the absolute crap out of mascots has murdered a couple uh he wants kicked allegedly 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 I've yet to see a conviction. Allegedly, a Peruna once kicked, uh, once once kicked a, um, a Colorado State ram in the head and ended it. Uh, it once took a took a massive massive crap on the Texas uh, field. It's 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 it just doesn't care. It does not give a single care in the world. I don't. It doesn't care that SMU is trash. It it's just here to me- here to mess up your day and possibly murder <laughs> your mascot. 
<laughs> yeah. Pruna Pruna's a definite definite good pick. Surprised he went all the way in the first yeah, round. We... Uh but I think I think potential or potential off field behavior is, is definitely kind of pushed down his, his stock. We don't want another uh Patriots That's tight true. end. That's situation. true. His stock dropped because of questionable off field issues. SMU, that SMU man, that culture. It's it's still there. It's creeping. I I hope they're great again. Bring them yeah, back. Yeah, bring back the gold gold Corvettes for <laughs> uh, we need more gold Corvettes in college football. It'd be a better place. Okay, what's your next pick? Yeah. <laughs> We're uh, on six now, I think, right? Okay. Yes. For the sixth round, I'm uh I'm going out on a limb here because who knows what this mascot will be in who knows what they'll be next year? Who knows what they'll be 10 years from now? We're probably going to go through three or four by the time we get there. So my number six pick is from the University of Mississippi, Ole Miss, Colonel Reb, or the Black Bear, or the Land Shark, whatever they're calling it nowadays. We all know the true, the one true mascot of the people is the Ole Miss Yes. Bar. So to give you some backstory, Colonel Reb was their mascot from 1937 to 2010. I always thought that it was just the KFC <laughs> dude that was in kind of an Ole Miss outfit to help sell KFC at the games. This really pissed off my friends that were Ole Miss fans, but uh, I really didn't even understand that he was their actual mascot um, until about the time that he got kicked off, uh, which was during the reign of Houston Nutt. Somebody Bring hired back the him. Nut. Um, Where just, is Nutt? Just so we can see we, what he we does. We need a team to find Nut so, and bring him in. Yeah, yeah we need to get him on the podcast. Oh, wait. Um, if I, I need to actually reach out to you, so that, let me see if I can get him on. We should. That would be a Ooh, good yes, discussion. Yes. Okay, yeah, continue though. I'm sorry. So in, in 2010, this is where some, some shady stuff occurred. In 2010, Ole Miss was like, okay, too much pressure for, for Colonel Reb, the Confederate soldier. Uh, we're going to have to get rid of him. Uh, so they held an online survey, which was won by Admiral Akbar, running under the the campaign slogan, vote for me, Ole Miss Admiral Akbar's. This time it is not a trap. <laughs> <laughs> but little did we know it was, and the university was there to shoot everyone's hopes and dreams down also probably disney demanding millions of dollars um so admiral akbar had to become the shadow mascot to use to use kind of more professional terms he the, the underground the mascot of the people even though he was not the official mascot um and then there was a short reign of eight years of a black bear named rebel which is somehow, I guess, no one wanted it. And now they're calling themselves the Land Sharks because that makes sense, I guess. It's just a minor fad that they decided to roll with, despite the fact that the defense isn't even that good. That's true. It's very old myth, it seems like. It seems like some Arkansas would do. Everyone knows. So the Land Shark, which is a, a horrendously terrible mascot, if you look at a picture of it, it's just terrible. They did a terrible job with it. It is to note, 
there is a dedicated official Colonel Reb, a fan that that bought the actual costume, and he goes to the Grove. Uh, up to last I heard, he may have been banned now, but but Colonel Reb still goes to the games. He's just not allowed in the stadium. But uh, I think most people recognize Admiral Akbar as the true leader. And uh, hopefully one day the, the revolution will occur and he will take his rightful place on the throne. I, hey, I'm all in for it. I, I remember seeing all that happen and I was all in. And I think Lucasfilm was like, oh, he's off in the galaxy fighting. I'm like, no, no, no. Give us Admiral Akbar. Yeah, I think they did actually release a statement. I, I seem to remember them doing that. Now, what they should have done is what happened with my next pick. Uh, my next pick is the Oregon Duck, or they just call him the Duck, but he's oh. clearly he's clearly just Donald Duck, at least in the logo. Now, how did they get away <laughs> with this? Apparently, they apparently the Oregon athletic director and the high up exec from Disney got absolutely plastered and made a handshake deal that Oregon could use the Duck as long as they never called him Donald, and they couldn't they couldn't really like profit off of him or something. So. So they had this duck, at a, and it's just, I mean, he's hes kind of cool. Some people call him Puddles. I mainly know him because he just he just kind of, he he's one of those mascots that kind of does a bunch of crazy stuff. He's on game day. He has a motorcycle. I mean, he, he, just, had, he just has a little bit of spunk to him. He also beat the crap out of the... He's been in a few legitimate he fights. He has, yeah. He beat the crap out of the Houston Cougar like 10 years ago. He's, he's scrappy. <laughs> Exactly. Like he's that's classic. Yeah, no, he's tough. So I'm gonna go. No. I'm gonna go with the duck. Who, I mean, I mean, he was one in a uh, in, in a drunken agreement. So I, I'm gonna go with the duck for my sixth pick. So, so correct, correct me if I'm wrong here. Just to circle back to to the duck. Uh, my understanding is that he he has a, the little sailor hat. My understanding is that he was created. Or, or drawn up for Oregon by the same Disney uh, artist that did the Sailor Barrel or the Sailor Bear for he might Baylor. Have. He Is might that have. Correct? I, I've heard. Okay, because I don't know because I know, I know they're very yeah, they similar. Are very similar. If you can, if you can look it up and yeah, visualize it's, it. Yeah, uh, it's. Let me see. I'm, I, all I know is that Disney had a had a handshake agreement to kind of use. The similar Donald Duck. Uh, That's what you got to do. Oh, yeah. You you just got to get someone drunk and make contract agreements with them. That's that's the way to do it. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was that cartoonist, I think. Yeah, it was the athletic director and a Disney cartoonist who who, who was the same guy. And he just straight up made him Donald Duck. It wasn't like just a cranky you know it wasn't it wasn't a cranky bear or a cranky tiger it's i mean just straight up donald duck that's you have to give it to the university of oregon they have found their way to there's no other term through nepotism to to guarantee logos uniforms everything like they they really have, have got a good plan there <laughs> Just developing relationships with people. Okay, well, here's here's where it gets better. Okay, so the agreement was made in like in the 40s, and then in the 70s, Disney was like, "Wait a second, like, what's the deal with this agreement?" And and then the university was just like, "Hey, here's a picture of the guy. Here's a picture of the guy and Walt Disney, you know, wearing the Oregon Duck logo. So that's good." And they're like, "All right, that's evidence." And then just 
ignored it. I'm just like, cool. You have to, that's that's a thing is is when you do a handshake agreement, you have to to take a photograph. I I actually still have several pictures on my phone of me handing our our good friend Andrew Brown two dollars for times that I owed him two dollars <laughs> uh, back when times were tough. But I made sure that I took a picture so that there was no dispute about uh the payment. Of course, yeah. No, you got you you got to <laughs> yeah. keep those receipts. You got to keep those receipts. Correct. I, I maintain those records for up to exactly. 10 years. That's fair. That's fair. All <laughs> right. So, what's your next move? Okay. So, for my uh, pick in the seventh round, um, I I saved him for the seventh round because I didn't feel like he was threatened. But he's one of the best out there, coming from another smaller school. But he's a uh, an amazing player that I've been watching, or an amazing mascot that I've been watching for a while. And that is Boko the Bobcat from the one and only, I'm not sure if they're still accredited, but Texas State University. Boko. Boko or Boko? Is it like B-O-G-O or B-O-K-O? No, Boko. B-O-K-O. Okay, like Boko Haram. It's (laughs) Okay, yeah. (laughs) I don't. I don't think. I don't think he's named after Boko Haram. We, we got. We got to start um, investigating. Okay. No, I, I know. I know who. He's oh named my after. god! We'll go he looks cracked out. I just do not want to make it seem the the off the wagon podcast and, and Schooner Blog Media. We do not in any way condone Boko we, Haram. We are not. We are not fans. We do not endorse <laughs> Boko Haram nor its beliefs. I'm just curious. No. I'm, I'm... Uh, that is. Is not <laughs> um, so. Back to Boko the Bobcat. Uh, he was born in 1921, and I'm about to read you some facts from Texas State's website. This is just very part of the course for Texas State, and it's it's going to illuminate why I think Boko is not only going to be on my team, but is is most likely going to be the captain of my team, like we talked about with my fraternal theme. So Boko has a 4.0 GPA. That sounds impressive, but let's circle back to the fact that he goes to Texas State. I'm pretty sure everyone that is enrolled automatically gets a 4.0. That's true. I'm sure Um, he's really doing well in his shapes class. You know, just, you know. That is, well, okay. Let me get into that. Boko is a six-major student. Now, keep in mind, he has been actively studying since 1921 and is yet to get any degree. (laughs) Uh, so I'm not sure how that works with a 4.0, but he is a six-major student. Those majors are catology, which I don't think has anything to do with cat scans. Um, psychology. What? Yeah, just psychology. Okay, so that's just, just a normal um, one. Which I believe is undergrad. It doesn't specify. Okay. Mascot communications which I, I think is something about mass communications and mascots, uh, general business, undergrad, education, and partyology, which I'm pretty <laughs> sure everyone at Texas State is majoring in. Yep. I did not make this up. This is what Texas State has that, this This is official Texas State. Like They actually have the mascot saying is majoring in partyology. Yep. Yes. This is on Texas State's main page for their athletic department. So that's 
which is very part of the course for Texas State. They're just going to own up, and they know why people see, go there. They just need, I, I, need, um, I really need to see the course plan for Partyology. I think it would look a lot like our freshman year. Also, <laughs> yeah, I, I thought about transferring to Texas State at one point then. <laughs> um, and Boko's official hobby, according to Texas State, is, drumroll, female cats. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's, it said on their website, hobbies, female cats. Is it? Is, is, so, is What? Wait, what? Just like this. He's just yeah. like, so their cat is this weird, like, this weird student who won't graduate that is constantly partying and trying to get laid. Yeah, and I'm not going to name names, but. We all know. <laughs> we all know some people there, like there that. are plenty. There are <laughs> there are plenty out there. Boko, yeah, that hey, yeah, that's fair. Yeah. This is this is rounding out yeah, to be a pretty weird, fun but, fun group for you here. Yeah, which it, I had to make sure I didn't have like a slip there because Boko does sound a lot like Buso. Jeez. Uh, we're we're taking shots. Oh, yeah, no, we're we're spraying uh, at everyone over here. Jeez. Yeah. So, uh, final note on Boca. He's uh the origin of his name. I I wasn't going to include this fact, but I feel we have to 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 alleviate any suspicions of a alliance with Boko Haram. Uh, his his origin is from late Greek mythology, around 700 A.D. from a uh, Bocidius who was a god's jester and he was known to lead a group of warriors called the loud ones during several wars and he would shine through the heavens and encourage everyone and cause the warriors to yell really loud and strike fear into their enemies so i think that's Actually, very well researched for Texas State. I have to give Honestly, him credit. The fact that um, reaching back to impressive. a very I'm sorry. lesser known character of mythology that fits the bill of exactly. Mascot. I'm I'm impressed that they actually did something right, kind of or academic. Good for them. Good for them. Yeah, good for them. Shout out Texas yeah. State. Shout out, shout out, Boko, uh, the Bobcat, not Haram. Uh, <laughs> All right, so uh, my next little obscure, but but seriously, probably one of my favorite mascots in college sports. It's the eagle from St. Joe's, uh, I, or as I call him, the Flappy Boy. He um, he's famous. He's famous <laughs> for having a tradition during the basketball games where he stands directly behind, or he stands behind the rim, and he that the person in the suit has to flap the wings like up over their head the entire game and cannot stop. So they're in a constant state of moving their hands up and down for the entire game. No breaks, not even during like timeouts. That sounds terrible. It, it is awful. Uh, OU basketball played him in the Blake Griffin era and <laughs> around like halfway through the first half, you could tell the guy was just bored because he, he's not doing anything. He's not like, he's, he's not moving around. He's just standing there and moving his arms with a dead stare at the, at the, at the court. <laughs> that's a, that's crazy. I personally, I don't see the same level of dedication as the Yale student section, Jurassic Park kid 
I don't know if I'm you're familiar. The one that you are? I'm no, I'm not familiar. Uh, there was a kid for like three years. They they would always show him at the Harvard Yale game. He he stood on a wall and ripped his shirt off in like negative temperatures and just pretended to be a dinosaur the whole time. It was a little embarrassing. <laughs> that's that's it's not Tyler, right? We're we're sure it's not Tyler, right? Okay, good. No, no, for the he has a he has a good career going, so I'm gonna I'm gonna say no. But we'll it may we'll just been. make sure that it's not Tyler. We'll just we'll just call it good. Yeah. All right. Who's who's your next? Uh, who's the, who's going on the squad next? Okay, for eight, this is a, a real workhorse. He's a he got kind of low stats, but he's uh he's kind of like an Edelman. Doesn't have amazing stats, but he's probably going to be in the Hall of Fame and, and really shows up when you need him. I've mentioned it before. Got a big, big. Uh, I'm a big fan of him. He's the only live mascot on my team, and that is Bill the Goat from the Naval Academy. You knew he was going to be on here. Bill the Goat is the superior live mascot because he can survive on anything because he's <laughs> a goat. Goats can even eat tin cans. They don't get any nutritional value out of it. They just do it because they're goats. But not even Ralphie can eat cans to survive. So, also, Bill the Goat is sturdy. He is stable in rough seas. He can climb things really well. And he fits in small, confined spaces. So, uh, I'm, I'm going with Bill. He travels well, and he, he's a real workhorse. That's true. A little backstory on Bill. He... Uh, goats have a pretty long naval tradition. Um, they they started going on on ships in 1893 as mascots. Previous to that, they would be brought on as as livestock for various purposes because they didn't really have food storage abilities um, for extended periods of time. So around 1893, when sort of canned goods and everything else came along, uh, they the navy kept goats on pretty much every ship. Uh, just to kind of keep everyone cheered up. And the, the last actual seagoing Navy goat was discovered in 2015 uh, when a goat named Charlie was discovered in the captain's cabin of the USS Lake Erie in San Diego. Uh, that led to that captain being fired and, and kicked out of the Navy. There's a couple other things. I think prostitution was involved. Whoa. But uh, there, there have been goats going to, to do whatever the Navy does. Um, I don't know. I live on a naval base, and I don't know. Um, but Bill the Goat, sturdy and a real workhorse. Yeah, that's that's a good pick. Gets kidnapped a, little, a lot, but hey, you know that's that's just part of the game. Yeah, he, he he's he's worked on that. It's it's you know no fault of his. He's he's had some some rough times previously, but I think we're gonna resolve that issue here on on my no. roster. Yeah, no, Boca will take care of that. For sure. <laughs> okay, so my next pick, I was going to pick, I was going to pick the bull mascot Obi the orange, but I'm I'm not going to go with bulls. It's a college college mascot. I'm going to go with the orange from Syracuse. Uh, I've actually seen him once uh, after we got the absolute doors blown off of us against uh, Villanova uh, my sophomore year. As I was leaving, yeah. Oh, as wow. I was leaving. Uh, uh, the UNC uh, Syracuse game was about to start, and the Orange just happily like hopped up on the court and was running around, and uh, it was the only thing that gave me a little bit of joy on that six-hour drive back home. 
But honestly, the, the orange, he, he kind of falls in with the tree as well as one of the just iconic uh, mascots you want to play with on mascot Scott mode. They replaced him. That's true. I I kind of knew I kind of knew you were going to draft him when I started thinking mascots. I I knew that uh, the Stanford tree and and the Syracuse Orange were going to be on yeah, your team. I, I'm pretty predictable. I lo- I love just completely strange inanimate objects running around out there. It's I mean animals cool. That's great. But it, like oranges don't run around. Like that's awesome. He's just look. He's just all happy and goofy. Looks like it. He's having himself a good old time. You know, like. I'm pro. I'm pro Syracuse Orange. However, I think Obi is the superior or superior Orange just because well, one he has a crown, and two he has an all-time classic photo with Mark Mangino, where they're roughly the same circumference. <laughs> it's iconic. Oh my goodness! Somebody needs to hire him too. Maybe uh, maybe we can throw a few dollars his way and get him on the pod. Yeah, as well. I, I'm sure we could. Yeah, get Mangino to talk about the old days. He's a former OU coach. That's yeah, true. He's, he's a part That's of uh, that Stoops coaching tree, which speaking of coaching trees. Yeah, coaching coaching trees illusion yeah. there. They will have to, have to drop a little drop a little uh, little bait for y'all. You know, that's gonna come later in the offseason, you know, or our best coaching trees pod, maybe even pods. I don't know. It might might take more than one podcast to get that done. But I and I, I just want to circle back real quick to the the final four game that you went to. That uh, that's where the famous text message between you and I occurred. Um, I, I'm not sure if you remember. I'm sure you will. As soon as I, I do not remember up, this, I'm excited. Where I I was doing something work related. I don't recall what it was, and I I texted you, um, because I I yeah that was I had been out of the country for for a few months, doing some some work stuff, and I texted you what happens with the the OU basketball into the season and your reply is depressingly relevant to almost all Oklahoma sports in recent history and you said well we made it to the final four and then immediately got blown out by four. <laughs> and I have I have for the past few years for Thunder basketball, OU football, and OU basketball, been able to share that <laughs> the screenshot of that text message that hopefully one day will not be relevant. But it it's so accurate. Is. We get right there where we need to go, and then immediately, I mean, yeah, this it applies to this year's football team. Well, we made it to the playoff, and then we immediately went down twenty-eight nothing. It's yep. Same with last year. Oh, we didn't really get blown out last year, but. It was relevant in a, the playoffs the first time as well. It's just sad. Yeah, we, we, were, we were leading by, what was it, 14, 17? We were leading by 17 in the, at the end of the first half, and then we lost. We were almost there. Ugh. Yep. Oh, geez, that's, that's funny. Okay, yeah. so back to the draft, or it's going to get depressing. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm, about, I'm about to get sad again. All right, moving on. Moving okay. on. Uh, so, for my uh, – Ninth pick, this is where I kind of get into the nitty-gritty, you know, the less flashy players, but but still notable. I, uh, I'm i going to pick the Aztec Warrior from San Diego State University. He is uh, very controversial because he is a, a by-name exemption to the NCAA's 
um, Native American mascot rule. And the grounds that he is exempted on, in my opinion, are, are very shaky uh, because allegedly because there's no verifiable direct descendants of Aztec warriors that he's exempt. Now, that's a little weird to me because Aztec DNA is pretty prevalent. Yeah, um, that's really weird. But but that's that's how he is exempted, according to the NCAA. Uh, people are are very opposed to him, obviously, because it's it's California where they are significantly more touchy about things like that. Um, but it, for so far, each each uh, decade or so, they make some some concessions to kind of bring him more in line with the the socially accepted standards. So he used to have some nicknames um, that that really weren't offensive, but they were they were conceded and and given up because that was a just a concession to kind of bring him more in line. They've they've kind of changed his depiction throughout the years. And uh, another reason he's controversial is the the closest verifiable Aztec. Um, was about 1500 miles from San Diego. What? So there is the Aztecs were in no way connected to San Diego. They yeah. were they were in Mexico City and kind of that general area and then and then farther down south. So there's really no reason for them to be the mascot of San Diego State. No, it'd be like it would be like us calling ourselves the Oklahoma Ottomans or something. It would be like a like if there was a team in Tulsa that called themselves like the Hurricanes, <laughs> it would just be ridiculous. We need to talk about that. That oh, okay? We're we're gonna talk about worst mascots. Just just like we'll give one worst mascot at the end of this. Um, it's Bevo. It's well, I I there, there's an <laughs> argument for the Tulsa one, uh, and I'll get to that. Um, so I'm gonna wait. Wait, do we only have one pick left? Is this a uh, I just did my ninth. I have one more. You should have two. Okay, I have two more. Great. Um, this is a, this is a bit controversial because I, I know a lot of people don't like Ohio State, but I'm gonna go. Oh come I, on! I like Brutus the Buckeye mainly because if you look at the history of him, he he's he ranged from absolutely completely bizarre to kind of bizarre right now. Like there's one point where he's just like just a decapitated Brutus the Buckeye was sitting on the sideline. It was very weird. That is weird. He's a tree nut. Though. Yeah, he's a tree nut. So, I mean, he's, he's not high expectations. He's a nutty there. boy. I, <laughs> I see. I, you know, honestly, I my draft board was running thin, so I just kind of I, I didn't think I'd have to get to Brutus, but I, I got to him. Uh, so. Yeah, I'm gonna go Brutus the Buckeye. Plus, he's he was the originator of the game day headgear. So I think I think it's more of a legacy pick than anything. Because whenever I think of Brutus, I think of you know that first shot of Corso sticking it sticking on the poorly made Brutus head. I just I don't know. I think it's true. He's kind of the granddaddy of uh, of college mascots. I think, and there have obviously been older ones. But if we think about weird, cool ones, I kind of think Brutus first. Hate Ohio State though. A, a shocking number of people still don't know what he is. He's a poison nut. I thought he, I thought he was a fish for the longest time. <laughs> he kind of does look like a fish, I like thought, a like a. I thought a buckeye was a fish, and I thought the mascot was just a terrible depiction <laughs> of the fish. 
I really don't know what I was thinking looking back, but I, I could have sworn that a Buckeye was a fish. Yeah, I get that. I get that. All right, who's your last pick? My last pick, the more I think about it, the more I actually hate this mascot, but I think it just stems from just generic hate of the school itself for really no identifiable reason. And that is Georgia Tech's old car, the Ramble and Red. <laughs> yes. Um, which is literally just an old car. It, it is an old souped up Ford Model T uh, sports car um, from a time period where people drove such things. I really don't know. It looks like it's out of the Great Gatsby. Um, but it, it was first started in, in 1961. It is still the same car. There is only one. There are no backups, no replacements. Wow. Um, it, is, it is maintained by a club, a student club at the school. And they have been greatly helped recently, I read, by 3D printing technology. Because as you can imagine, parts for a, uh, an old Ford Model T are not readily available, I guess. I really don't know. Um, but they've been, they've been aided by 3D printing. And it is a frequent victim of pranks, or at least it was in the past. Georgia, or fans of Georgia, were able to steal it multiple times, which is risky because that's literally just stealing a car. I mean, that's, yeah, that's <laughs> Grand Theft Auto. That's... So there's that. <laughs> um, and it has been painted a few times by Tennessee fans. I'm going to assume they painted it orange or checkerboard if they had the time, because it's it's traditionally gold. Um, and it's it's kind of an honorable position to be the student that drives it. It is more sought after than being the student body president. I didn't know people sought after such things. <laughs> That's true. I think school, there are a lot of things. But you have to keep in mind. There are a lot of things you, that are more sought after than that, I honestly think, probably. That is true, but you will have to keep in mind that Georgia Tech's student body is something like 73% male. So, Oh, God. Uh, the anti-TCU. And, and people that go there are very aware of that, so you got you to gotta watch out. Good God. Okay. I accidentally, over, I accidentally checked off the West, <laughs> West Virginia Mountaineer. He was supposed to be nine. Um. But I can't go back now. So the Mountaineer would have been nine. So all right. Apologize. It's a good pick. Yeah. He was he was on my list. Apologies to Country Roads. I feel he, he he's the proper nine. Love the guy. Love any guy who looks any mascot who looks like he's definitely been drinking moonshine. But with my tenth, I gotta go with the goodest of the good boys. His stock has uh, dropped a lot after the sugar bowl, but I'm going Ugga. I really like Ugga. Um, while he was definitely shown up by Bevo last Sugar Bowl when, you know, he almost got mauled by him. Uh, he's just, a, he's a cool dog, hangs out on, he has, I like his little uh, dog house. He once, uh, um, once almost bit an Auburn football player, uh, which is fantastic. 1993, uh, <laughs> an Auburn player caught a touchdown in the end zone. And I got five just you know, lunged at his knee, just tried to try to take out the ACL. And honestly, going back to this Sir Big Spur thing, Ugga's the most involved in that case. He almost took out a guy for the team. You'll see the chicken on the that field going after ACLs. <laughs> no. So 
for me, it's it's probably Uga Tenth. Great dog, best dog. Um, I think it's cool that they. I I, I know I'm gonna sound like a hypocrite because I think the Reveille thing's weird where they bury the dogs, but I like how they kind of. <laughs> but I, I like how they bury these dogs. <laughs> it's kind of cool because they 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 kind of put them in these like kind of mausoleum things and. I don't know. They don't have the scoreboard pointed at them and be like, "Oh, the, the, the dogs are going to watch them Aggie boys." It's better than stuffing them and then worshiping them through weird voodoo magic. Exactly, like LSU. Louisiana. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Yeah, that's true. And uh, I mean, also, Aga's not a general of uh, an entire corps, which is a, a plus over Reveille. So, uh, yes, obviously they're a cult. Yeah. A cult leader. A legitimate cult leader is also, a, it's a collie. It's a part of collie. It's not even a like threatening dog. But they're smart. That's that's the thing. They are smart. You're right on that. <laughs> Bulldog's not smart. But you know what? They're, they're cool. So I'm going to go ugly with the best. Now, what's the worst? I know what, I know you're in, you're probably saying Beaver, right? Oh, no, no, no. The worst mascot ever? Yes. That for this mascot's existence made me apprehensive of even doing this draft. And I'm not even going to mention the name. It is the mascot, he who shall not be named, that is frequently present, or at least at one time was, at Oklahoma City Thunder Games. Uh, I'm not going to go any more into it. Bobby, I know you're aware of what I'm talking about, but uh, not a fan of this mascot. Oh, God. I And I don't like it. I, I don't like him. I don't like his face. I don't like what he stands for. And it's not it's not Rumble. I just want to point it, that out. It's not it Rumble. may or may not be the mascot of a large telecommunications company in the southwest area. Uh, <laughs> I think they retired it. In fact, I'm pretty sure they I hope I, so. I, I'm pretty sure they retired him. I had a genuine phobia of that mascot. I really don't know why. <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I get it. Shouts to the uh, the Cox Digi. <laughs> worst worst oh, mascot. I hate it. <laughs> uh, so, but but for worst for worst college mascot, um, I have to go with the mascot of the Rhode Island School of Design, which is a school you may not have ever heard of, uh, but it it does have some notable alumni. Uh, James Franco went there. Um, Seth McFarland also graduated from there. So it is a, a fairly elite school in terms of kind of the Hollywood area, I guess. I I forget what the, the Hollywood industry area. Shout out to Mooks. <laughs> um but because we're we're just calling people out today. But the Rhode Island School of Design mascot is Scooty. The Nads. That's Wait, right. what? That's right. The Nads. Look this up on your own free time. Their mascot is literally male genitalia. Oh. Um, and this is because the Rhode Island School of Design has two athletic teams. They have a hockey team and they have a basketball team. And the hockey team is called the Sticks or the Shaft or something like that. Yeah. And the basketball team is affectionately called the balls and they combine those two things into male genitalia and then they created a mascot in a costume that 
is in no way a hockey stick next to two basketballs. It is just a depiction of male genitalia in a suit. Okay, that's just lazy design. I think design. that's the worst. Did you look it up? No, I, I, I don't really want to. So what? What's it, what's his name? Scooty. Scooty the Nads Sco- or the Nads. Scooty the Nads. Okay. I'm gonna have to clear my search browser after this, aren't I? <laughs> uh, I can't. <laughs> Scrody. It's Scrody the Nads. Is it Scrody? I feel like my auto corrected that. Yeah. No, you're good. It's. Scrody the Nads is even worse. It's that's just that's that's a penis. Do you see yep, it? I, I see it. It's it's there. That's that's awful. See that that's the thing. Peggy is like kind of fun and you know it's it's funny. It's not a penis. That's gross. I'm all for a little fun. But let, let's be real. Scrody the Nads? No. <laughs> I didn't think it was real. I really did. I was like, certainly this is not a real thing. This had to be a prank. But no. Scrody the Nads. Scrody the Nads. Ugh. That's awful. Um, that hurts. <laughs> I, okay, I'm going to go into my worst really quick. It's probably... I, I really don't like the Tulsa mascot, mainly because he's just like... He just looks like a big bugle. He's just a little spinny boy. I don't like it. He just looks like, you know, like the little... Like the chips, you know, back in the day, you know, you would weirdly put them on your fingers or whatever. They came in like a little swirl. The bugles. Oh, yeah. yeah. He looks yeah. like a big bugle. And I don't like him. That's, that's I, I don't like him. I just. I'm... So, how far is Tulsa from any significant body of water that is not Grand Lake? Uh, what are we defining as significant? Like an ocean. A, a body of water where a hurricane can form. <laughs> uh, well, let's take a look. Hundreds, hundreds of miles, right? Okay, so it's about five hundred four miles from the Gulf of Mexico. Come oh wait, on. no, 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 that's from Norman. That's from Norman. That's different. Hold on, let's let's take a look. let's 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 mix let's change this. Um, it's it's also to Houston is probably the closest straight line. It is from the, it's, it's, yeah, no, it's still 500 miles, I guess. 510 miles away from the Gulf. That's, that's bad. That's bad. I just can't stand Tulsa. I can't stand Tulsa. I can't stand people from Tulsa, especially. (laughs) Shout out to Katie. We're we're just burning down every bridge here. (laughs) Thank you for, uh, thank you for uh, subscribing, everyone. Uh, Hope you're okay with us just completely uh, wrecking you on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just burn every listener that we have. Exactly. We, we, the only <laughs> the only subscribers will be us. I love it. I, lo- I love it. This is... Yeah. The, I think the only person we haven't called out is Jameson, who unfortunately cannot be on today. That is true. Jameson cannot be on. That is sad. Because he's probably taking pictures for his dog's Instagram page. <laughs> There it is. There it is. There's there's Jameson's roast. There it is. It comes from... taking mild shots at everyone. At this point, at this point, we should probably just wrap her up. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, we've gone through our, our mascots, picked our worst. There we go. Um, yeah. Just uh, thank you so much for listening to us talk about mascots. Uh, if you miss miss, if you, I, hey, if you guys miss fo- uh, football as much as I as we do, please jump on in. 
hit that subscribe button. I promise you we won't roast you. Actually, I can't promise that. Hit hit Bobby up. Hit everyone, please contact Bobby if you would like a shout out on the next podcast. I will uh, I'll take shots at anyone pretty much. Exactly. The, put me in a group me, whatever you want to do. <laughs> the, ne- the next podcast will just put, get a list of names and have Ty roast them. That'll be great. Yeah, instead of a Q&A, we'll just have a... <laughs> yeah, just... We're going we're gonna to roast you. <laughs> just just send, send us your name and we'll roast you. It'll be great. Um, but for real, for real, thank you for... Or roast us. Yeah, or roast us, either way. Uh, yeah, so uh, thank you so much for listening. Um, please rate us five stars on, uh, on iTunes. We really appreciate those. I'm trying to, trying to road this a bit. And uh, we've got tons of great Thunder content for you coming down the pipe. Um, we're about, I mean, we're about to enter uh, the final 25. Um, and it's, it's, it's going to get good. It's going to get good around playoff time. So please, please uh, subscribe, five stars, et cetera, et cetera. Um, you can find us on Spotify, Stitcher, Google, Google uh, Podcasts, literally every any anything. We're out there now. Check us out. So, yeah, Ty, uh, any last words before you uh, pop into the next pod, whatever that may be? No, uh, thanks for having me, and uh, I enjoyed it as always. Hopefully, we'll uh, have some good podcasts in the future for everyone. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, just uh, thank you so much for listening and. Um, enjoy enjoy the long off season it's going to be long <laughs> i don't yeah it's yeah i don't know yeah so for me and ty fulmer cup fulmer cup fulmer cup everyone pay yes attention. we need to have fulmer cup updates so yeah for me for me and ty uh thanks for listening and uh boomer sooner boomer sooner <laughs>